what is a great quote or parting word you want to leave us with? Okay. So be what you want to see. If you want if you want kindness, be kind. Okay. If you want compassion, be compassionate. If you want empathy, be emp- be empathic towards people. Hey, I'm Asma Mohammed, and you are listening to another episode. You are listening to the Bedtime Daily Podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode, and I kind of just want to jump right in. So I'll quickly say, if you are new here, be sure to subscribe to the show so you get new episodes whenever they're available, which is mostly every other Sunday. Today, I have a very impressive guest. When I was, you know, doing a little digging, I was just like, wow, she is awesome. So be very excited. Our guest for today is Habiba Yusuf Bobi. Hello, Habiba. Hi, Asma. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. Exhausted and tired and sleepy, but I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> you must have had a long, exhausting day. Yeah, I did, I did, but alhamdulillah. Uh, Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So guys, she is the founder of Flora Nigeria and Carnelian Arts Festival, both of which are safe spaces for creative self-expression. She is a creative curator, photographer, filmmaker, mental health advocate, art enthusiast, and bookworm. She holds a degree of Bachelor of Science in microbiology from Nile University in Nigeria, a diploma in basic and advanced photography and graphic design. Wow. <laughs> and a certificate in basic and advanced filmmaking and editing from High Definition Film Academy, Abuja. That was a mouthful. That was a <laughs> mouthful. <laughs> so yeah, a photographer. Mm-hmm. What type of pictures do you take? Yeah, I am a photographer. I... I I'm, I take really a macro photographer and I do a little bit of documentary. I don't like okay. to photograph. I don't like photographing actual people because people are complicated. <laughs> and then I have to actually talk and yes, yeah, talk. So I'd rather take pictures of little things like um, flowers, insects. I love okay. to take pictures of the clouds. I love to take pictures of sunsets. Yeah. Oh. So you don't like working with people because it requires talking and you don't like oh, talking. It, yeah, it requires a lot of, um, you, you need to interact with people when you have to take pictures of them. Not not necessarily like talking, talking, but like you need yeah. to kind of engage them. And I'm not mm. really much of a talker, but mm-hmm. I mean, people that know me would say that that's a lie. I talk a lot, but... I just still like taking pictures of people the way that I love to take pictures of little things. Are you an introvert or an extrovert or an ambivert? Hmm. I think ambivert is the one that is a little bit of both of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I am. <laughs> okay, interesting. So you mentioned documentary and you are a filmmaker. Are you working on any film or doc- or you know anything like that right now? Uh- my next project is me exploring the filmmaking aspect of my craft 
Okay. So I am working on a short film and it's um it's on mental health basically. Oh. Basic human oh. interactions and uh, and and how it affects our mental health. Just how our dates, the how we interact with people or just okay. by smiling and and how it just automatically either makes their day better or worse. So yeah, it's something around that. And that sounds interesting. I would I'm so interested in that and I'm looking forward to seeing that project come to life. Yeah, I am too. I would definitely keep Thank you. Uh so yeah, a bookworm like me. Yeah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I love to read. What type of books do you like reading? Honestly, I, I read I read anything to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I don't okay. like to read romance and I don't like to read adventure books. I love Why? to read fantasy. So I think I, I just feel like um romance I, I don't know. I just feel like for romance it's a bit too unreal for me. And I'm the kind of person that when I read, I go over it in my head. Like I'm literally inside the book. And then sometimes I'm like, hmm, is this really going to happen? Or like I just don't like too much of it getting into my head. And there's just something too I don't know. Do you read romance novels? I love, I love, love. Like, that's why I'm I'm speechless as you're saying you don't like reading romance. Okay. Because so, so you know, you know how, you know how the, I don't know, you know how it feels extremely real? Okay. Like, some of them have the over, I, I don't know how to explain it. I honestly, yeah, to be honest, I used to read a lot of romance when I was in junior secondary school, but then I stopped. Okay. It just felt very unreal. I don't know. So I, but yeah. I love... To be fair, to be fair, there's a lot of unrealistic romance novels out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the trick is to find the ones that are realistic but still very nice, like still out <laughs> of this world. <laughs> yeah. True. Um. So, but true. what I other think... genres do you read then? I love fantasy. I love. Fairy tale, princessy, you know, fantasy, basically, yeah. like, all of that. Then I love. I read a lot of self-help books. Okay. I read. Um. I love to read me- memoirs. I think that's that's how it's pronounced, right? Mem- yeah, memoirs. Yeah. yeah, I love to read that. Then I read. Sometimes I find myself reading business books. So I think they oh. self-help. So to be honest, I read. I read anything basically anything that i find interesting except romance okay except romance and i cannot read anything that was okay well i can i can but i prefer to read things i have even if it's the tiniest bit of romance in it or like the prospect romance oh yeah 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 because i i I can't like but i like psychological thrillers and most of them don't yes psychological thrillers yes yes yeah i love (laughs) Do you read Col- Do you read any of Colleen Hoover books? Yeah, yeah, I've read many of her books actually. I love her so much. I think that I like psychological thrillers because I think most psychological thrillers actually. No, I think the only psychological thriller she has really written, like very deep, yeah, verity. Every yeah. other one is is okay. To Mark be honest, North yeah, Mark. when you read. Colin Hoover when you first started Colin Hoover in my opinion you feel like but then when, there are 
so many authors out there that when you read their books, you're like, mm-hmm. why is there so much hype around Colin Hoover? Mm-hmm. Because I have read awesome, beautiful romance stories mm-hmm. recently. And I'm yeah. just like, fine, Colin Hoover is good, but that that chokehold she had on me before, it's not there. Yeah, it's not there anymore. It's yeah, I feel you. There. I feel you. <laughs> Okay, wow, I, I, I'd want to go more into this conversation with you. So I think we'll do that off of At the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I posted another Canadian art festival like a week ago, right? It was on Saturday. Yes, so I a few days from yeah. Saturday. How was it? <sighs> it was it was it was amazing. It was another dream come true, to be honest. It was, it was crazy. It was stressful, but it was very fulfilling. <laughs> I, it was, it was okay. amazing. Honestly, I, I, I loved, I loved that it happened, and yeah, I'm, I'm still excited. Even though it has passed, I'm still excited about, about, about it, about how we put it together okay. and everything. So yeah. I love that. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, what is the story behind the Canadian Arts Festival? Okay, so um, during COVID, I was losing okay. my mind. Literally losing my mind. Like wake okay. up early in the morning and walk around and count and, and, and try to concentrate on how cold my feet feels on the tiles and then okay. cut a little bit of my hair because I was... Oh. I, it was it was bad. COVID COVID was bad for me, honestly. And I think that's when I figured out that I there was something that was wrong somewhere, and I needed to talk to somebody. Okay. So it was. So I I love to think that Carnelian Art Festival was better out of oh, fear of losing my mind. So I needed to find something that I needed to work on that would okay. make me feel a little bit sane. So initially, I wanted to do like a fashion, like a fashion show, because my sister recently started like a clothing line, and then I wanted to be able to like show people what she had to, like what she had to offer, and what she did. So then from there, it just kept going and going. I'm like, you know what? I think I want to do an art festival. Then I sat Mm -hmm. and I came up with an entire plan for it and. I, I pitched it to my dad and then he was like, oh, this looks like a great idea. So most of most of the planning for Carnelian started during COVID and it was more of it was more out of fear of me losing my mind because I needed to be doing something that felt like I was trying to. Yeah. So I think that should be the story. And understand that COVID was a crazy time. It was wild. It was. I actually started my project uh, during the COVID. And it was, for me too, it was like, I just, I needed something to ground me. Yes. I don't know how to explain it. Just, I needed something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Well, and it helped, right? The The festival, the preparing for it, everything. Yeah, to be honest, it helped, even though at a point it was like it just made everything worse because having to think of planning it and then at, at, and then thinking that it might still yeah. work just made it worse. But then after 
I was able to execute it like a year later, it all started to make sense. And I was able to like say, okay, this was the reason why I started this thing. And then I'm able to help other people that are actually feeling the way that I'm feeling or have felt the yeah. way that I have felt through this medium. Yeah. Okay. Um, when did you realize that art was what you wanted to do? I mean, it's a big deviation from what you studied and got a bachelor's degree in. So, yeah. Yeah. so I think, I think it was, I think it was when, so in secondary school, I mean, I, I've always been just, just books. I was a science student and then I graduated secondary school. So in my SS3, there's this thing where my school, they, they allow SS3 students to come with their cameras to take okay. pictures, to keep memories, so that when they leave, they're able to like have at least pictures of them when they were in school and then other people around. So they said we could come to school with our cameras. So I told my dad that I needed a camera. But the time he sat me down, he asked me, so um, I'm about to finish secondary school. So what's next? What do I want to do? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to go to uni and then I'll get a degree. Hey, Asmal here. Just here real quick to apologize. I did the best editing I could, but there's only so much one can do when the original audio itself has faults, which unfortunately was the case here. It was recorded virtually and at some point the network decided to take a vacation. So for the next few minutes, I'm sure you've probably already started noticing, but for the next few minutes you're definitely going to notice her voice sounds squeaky and different. I could have cut out everything and just only done a summary, but the story is still very much worth listening to, especially in her telling of it. So. I hope you stick around and the audio does get better actually but i would quickly summarize some stuff i had to cut out or things that you may find difficult hearing so at some point she said her dad asked what she wanted to do she said she was interested in photography so he got her a camera and she attended a photography school there she realized that she had many friends that went into photography and also writing and she realized that the whole art thing was just what she wanted to do. Then I asked a question that when she got admission and she was in the university, did the art take a back seat or was it like a side by side thing? And she said it was definitely a side by side thing. There were some times when she had to skip classes to go do some photo shoots and, you know, other things related to her passion. And she had a friend that helped her out would sit in class and explain everything close to exam time the friend would explain and she also was learning taking out time to learn by herself whenever she could because she did not want to she did not want one to suffer because of another so she found a way to balance it out and she was doing it side by side while she got her degree and then when I asked what was one of the most challenging things, she talked about how when she first did the festival last uh, 2020 or 2021, it was a bit easier financially because she got support and she didn't really apply for grants and all. 
because she wasn't even sure she was going to do it this year. And as close as a week to this year's event, they still had no money. But they managed to pull it off. All right, let's jump back in so you can hear the rest of the story in her own voice. So, so he asked me what I was passionate about, so told him that I came back at Suarek. So he, he, he enrolled me into for a photography class, and then I started the photography then. So from there, I just met a lot of people. I met photographers. I think from there, I just started photography, then started meeting a lot of people okay. that are into art. Then I figured that I had a lot. I, I had friends. Oh, yeah, I, I, had, I had friends that were into writing. Well, not friends, friends, but then I knew people that, that okay. were into writing. Then I realized that I knew people that were also into photography. I knew people that were into music, like a lot of things. It just hit me that the whole acting, poetry, yeah. photography, painting. <laughs> yeah, I mean... And you, you, it seems you have a really good support system around you. I mean, your dad, when you wanted to do the festival, he was all in. When you wanted a camera, he was all in. Like, he is really supportive. Yeah, and alhamdulillah for that. Because yeah. I actually amazing support system. So I, I always used to tell people, like, better listen that if I had my story to people... Like it wouldn't. I I I would come from the angle of oh I suffered. I mean, not okay. trying to do it on your own, but to be yeah. honest, from the very beginning, I was I like people that actually believe in whatever it is that I I I wanted to pitch to them. So I mean, from my dad to my mom to my friends. To a lot of mentors that I had to, that that I came across, like yeah, I'm I don't know, just alhamdulillah, like alhamdulillah. he has to God honestly. So yes, <laughs> um, you said you are a mental health advocate. So do you do you find ways to incorporate your arts and your art program with mental health? I mean, you you just told me you are doing you're going to be doing a film with. Uh, surrounding mental health so is there more of that like aside from the documentary stroke film you're about to make is there more of your work showing your mental health advocate yeah okay art festival to begin with the art festival is actually that promotes mental health basically so like art festival is based on mental health in the first place the reason for the art festival is to see how people are able to to, okay um, to have some sort of outlet from the art, to how, how their art has helped with their anxiety. Yes, I, I want to believe through Canada, I, I try to hold conversations around around this, this this subject, around mental health. And for anyone who just for, for anyone who just to listen, I, I, I always my Instagram story. If I have to sit to talk to people, I find a way to talk about to talk about importance of being like that. But I mean I, I haven't I haven't like done any anything so great on advocating for mental health but then from my own like from in my own little community i try to use my voice as much as i can to like create some sort of awareness around it that's that's awesome honestly thank you so uh can you tell me about a time when things were just not working out with the whole art thing or the festival or you felt like yes this is it this is as far as i go it is time to call it a day and give up is there, has there ever been a time like that Absolutely. I mean, they just concluded a festival. 
I last year was a lot easier. I mean, even with COVID and everything. Yeah. So I, I, I intense with that. That was what happened this year. I was looking at two zero money. Ah, nothing. Yes, but I didn't have it. And then normally, maybe I would have made here and there, but I and there's no money. I actually, yeah, because money wasn't coming from anywhere, and it was two weeks. And then I sit, and then my, and then I kept asking my dad, Do you think I should just cancel this thing because you're literally like the sole sponsor of this? I didn't apply for any grants, I didn't reach out to anybody to fund because I didn't think I was going to hold it. And then I, 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 I just assumed that I'd be able to help out. Maybe as, as such short notice. And then he's like, yeah, it's a good thing. But I, I don't, I, I can't function like that. I don't, I don't work like that. I need a plan. Yes, me out. Because I had to keep thinking and thinking. I wasn't, wasn't sleeping. Honestly, I wasn't sleeping. Because anytime I lie down, I'm like, okay, what is the point of putting this together? Last year was a hit. So what would I now, so why would I now organize another one? Is not even up to the standard last year. Oh, like, what is my yeah. excuse? So what is my reason? I nobody I didn't have money. So I went to the group chat because I have like a group chat, like group, and I'm like, so um guys, I think I think we're going to have to cancel. I think we're going to have to cancel this year's festival. And then I went <laughs> and then my friend and then everyone kept Are you okay? Because I, I yeah. friend earlier. Not canceling this thing. We're going to have it, and then we're going to have money, inshallah. So, I'm... okay, why? Why do we want to cancel? I thought we had a soul, a soul sponsor that was us. And I'm like, if you guys aren't going to give me any money to actually put this thing together, then say anything. Let's just cancel this thing. And my other friend, I feel what, what you are running away from, you actually need to put your budget together and then send it to this group chat and then let's just try to come through for you. Let us try to contribute whatever we, we can afford. Yeah. But that is like millions, right? And then I know yeah. that like, we're all young basically. We're probably some of us aren't working, some of us are still in school. So how were we going to like put that money together? <laughs> so it was like a week to the festival and and I'm not kidding you, like there was still no money a week to the festival. So and then I was talking to my mentor. So my mentor came all the way from Lagos, right? And then I was talking to him and then I was I was just going on and on about how oh, we don't have money and then I don't even know what to do. And then he's like, just put that budget together and let's see how it goes. But then you're still going to have this festival. So, and I felt so angry at everyone around me because I didn't understand why all the grown-ups kept telling me to keep pushing when there was no money. So, if the day came and there was still no money, what was I supposed to do? So, it was very, very depressing for me. And then I just felt like, you know what? I'm not going to do this again because I, I, I do. Except I have money somewhere, a lot of money somewhere that I can easily just take from and then keep running this festival. Then it has mm-hmm. to be. I mean, I need to rest. I can't come and go and kill myself. But at the same time, it was like, but this is this is what you want to do. This thing makes you so happy. Ah. Hmm. So it was crazy. So I got money. <laughs> I got money that week. I think the day I spoke to my mentor, that was a week. I think I got money the following day. 
no my friend sent me so my friend sent me money like three of my friends sent me money and then it started to motivate me and okay okay i think we're going to have this thing then i got some money again then yeah here we are here we are able to put something together but honestly i thought i was i was i thought i was done like i wasn't going to do this thing again except i had money kept somewhere <laughs> i i feel like at the end of this whole discussion the greatest lesson even if nobody picks anything from this from this whole thing back the mm-hmm. greatest lesson is to have the best support system honestly, honestly. and i know that's not necessarily something we have, yeah but having the best support system is the best thing that can happen to anybody in anything they want to venture into. Yeah. Hmm. Thank God. So what has been the greatest achievement so far? Something that happened that made you proud of the work you've done and how it has impacted lives? Okay. To be honest, for me, it's it's the little things like I walk into a place or I walk past people on the day of the festival or even after the festival and then I hear them say, oh, I am I'm so glad I came for this. And so last year, so, so I'll just give like a short story. Okay. So there's somebody that exhibited during the festival this year. And apparently she was at the festival last year. So she applied to be a creative that was going to exhibit for this year. So when we're trying to like figure out how they were going to set up for the exhibition for this year, and then she's like, Habiba, you have no idea how much of an impact last year's festival had on me. I behave on me. You have no idea how much of an impact last year's festival like had on me. I'm like, and she was like, she left there genuinely happy. Like she, she never actually felt as happy as she felt having to sit through last year's festival. And mm-hmm. then it, 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 it inspired her. It made her feel so motivated. And then she just wanted to do, she just felt like she had wings, basically. And so it <laughs> made me so happy to think that I'm just there thinking that, oh, I'm just, I'm just bringing people together. I'm just, I'm just doing what I love. And then somebody is there and then she's, completely inspired by just this little thing that i'm doing and yeah. then afterwards and then I, I and then to be honest I, I just get so many messages from people saying thank you so much you have no idea how much this chance that you gave me to exhibit or how much this thing that you're doing has inspired me or has made me happy and then i i, I get like grown-ups telling me thank you so much i i enjoyed myself coming here and sitting and listening to your panel discussion or seeing young people like this together. And then you see them smiling and then you know that this is like, it's so genuine. I don't know how to explain. I feel like if, if, if you're physically present at the festival, you would understand what I'm saying because you, you literally walk past people and then you know that, oh, these people are not for me. Like they are genuinely happy to be here. Like they are genuinely enjoying this experience. And then, you can see that there's this togetherness and there's this sense of community. And then I just think it's just so beautiful and it just makes <laughs> me so happy. And then I just want to keep doing it over and over. And and over. Yes, yes. Must have been one heck of an experience. Like, you just had to be there. Honestly, it is. <laughs> so, I mean, 
everyone needs to experience Carnelian Arts Festival at least once. At least once. I, I, may I spare our lives? I really, really hope to experience it. I hope you do too. <laughs> uh, so, what is a great quote or parting word you want to leave us with? So, my friend dropped a quote today. Like, she started something and then she, she dropped something. And then I absolutely love it. So, I'm just going to read, read it out for you. Okay. So, yeah. So, it goes B to C. Okay. So, be what you want to see. If you want, if you want kindness, be kind. Okay. If you want compassion, be compassionate. If you want empathy, be, emp- be empathic towards people. So, my goal is to share compassion and positivity. We do hope that we can be better people to one another and to learn from it myself. I want to say you are human, so you are not always going to be. <laughs> so you're not always going to be in the best moods, but even then, it shouldn't. And making these messages a constant in your life. Yes, so she says this is a place for you to come to recharge on your positivity and optimism. Okay, okay. So she's basically just asking us it. B to C. She's basically just asking us whatever you want to. See, if you want to see kindness, be kind. Yeah. Compassion, be compassionate. Empathy, be empathic. Whatever it is that you want to see. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it starts with us. Yeah. If you're light, it starts then with you us. shine on it the people around. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, 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 so, and I think it's so beautiful. So, yeah, Safia Idris. That's it her is name. so beautiful. That this... Yeah, it is, it is. Her name is, her name? Safia Idris. Okay, Sophia Idris, I, I even if it's just this clip you sent to her, Sophia Idris, thank you for giving us beautiful words for your amazing friend to come and share with us today. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. How can how can people reach out and be part of your program if they are interested? Oh yeah, they can reach out via our Instagram page, Canadian underscore at underscore fest carnelian okay. underscore at underscore fest they can they can reach out to me personally on my instagram and i would answer questions there yeah they can right. find us online basically so yes they can send dms they can comment on our posts and we would definitely get to them inshallah. all right inshallah thank you your story is an inspiration to me. Like when I when I decided to do this and we first started talking, I was like, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be great. Even as I was doing my research, but to hear everything you have done, everything that has pushed you, everything you've overcome and the things you've accomplished, it's it's just I feel a lot more inspired. So your story is an inspiration to me. And I'm sure many others. I can't wait to see more of the great things you go on to. So much, thank you so much. I'm so glad you you think I'm still <laughs> this way, and I I I honestly cannot wait to see what more great I can do, and you can. Yeah, do. I absolutely love your podcast <laughs> and what you're doing. Thank so, yes, you so yes. much. <laughs>
thank you. Hopefully, this will be a guest on the show because once that documentary comes out, I'm going to dive into it. I cannot wait. <laughs> we, we should definitely. Okay. All right. Well, uh, till the next time. Just say bye to the listeners, and that's it. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, mm-hmm. for tuning in on the next episode. Bye.